Hello, hello, hello. It's Venice Robbins. And you know, you guys, I am so like I'm I'm going to start to find different words besides excited because I've started to notice I I say excited a lot and but I am excited, but maybe there's other words I can use. <laughs> like I'm anticipatory, I'm like expectant, I'm um, anxious in a good way, not in a bad way, but like anxiously expect anticipating, uh, these conversations that we have. Um, you know, if you are tuning in for the, to the podcast for the first time, my name is Venice Robbins and I am by training a nutritionist. And almost 20 years ago, I, I really embarked on an incredible journey of personal growth and development. And, you know, me today versus me 20 years ago is completely transformed. I was 30 20 years ago. And, uh, you know, me before I was insecure, I was uh, nicey nice, like nicey fake nice. I was... I had like really a poor relationship with my word. I was not count onable. I was uh, suicidal. I was, um, I lived in a lot of anxiety and I, I just felt like I didn't have anything to contribute. Um, I had a really hard time being a mother of three children under the age of five when I was 30. I was not in a good place. And me today, after 20 years of growing and expanding, it's it's kind of like um, I have this dear friend named Elisa, and she calls it the layers of the onion. And I, I can really resonate with that. It's been like layers and layers of things that were not true, um, uh, false ways that I perceived myself, lies that I bought into um, that I kind of made up and thought they were true, um, distorted ways of seeing the world and people. And I think the first eight years of my journey were like the first most profound. Like it was so just lots of change in an eight-year process. And you may be like, eight years? Yeah, it was eight years. Um, I think in eight years I was bankrupt. Like, you know, like when you don't have any more money in a bank account and like, there's like beyond negative, it's just like, you don't have any more bank account. That's how I was. But as a person, um, all of the ways that I used to survive my life no longer were sufficient. They didn't carry the day. And I, I started to learn and create and hone in on ways that I could live my life that produced love, joy, peace, uh, connection, partnership with people, um, relationships, um, results in career, uh, financial results. It it was just such a huge eight-year journey. And I've been like just practicing everything I've learned. And I would say kind of in this next phase, like in the past five years have been extremely um, expanding for me because I took on starting a business and I had no idea what I was really getting myself into starting a business. Uh, I didn't really realize how all of my insecurities were going to totally come up again inside of taking on being the one 
to start a business. I mean, I've, yeah, it's such a journey. That's a whole other podcast, but you may be like, what's your point, Venice? Well, my point is that one of the things that I've really, there's some things I'm really good at. There's things I'm not good at. Um, like for instance, don't come to me to ask like how to buy real estate. I'm not your girl. Or if you want to like make really wise like investments in your finances, I'm not your girl. Or if you want to be like, if you want to do a triathlon or marathon running, like kind of that type of peak performance type of stuff, let's, even if you just want to run a 5k, I am not your girl. Okay. And when it comes to charting out a new future that calls to you, like in your belly, it just pulls you forth in your heart, in your mind. It's like what you think about, right? If you want to make a difference and you don't know how to get there, I'm your girl. (laughs) I'm your girl, like totally. Or if you like get stuck and you're like, I need a lifeline, I'm your girl. And I've just really mostly through my own journey, like of making so many mistakes, but giving myself room and learning and growing from the mistakes. That's where I've really honed in and practiced and practiced and just gained mastery, right? So today I'm going to talk about how to rebound. So, you know, another word for that is resilience. How resilient are you? When you have a setback, how quickly are you able to recover and get back on track? Now, there's two ways I want to look at this, okay? The first way is, like, when we talk about what's involved in rebounding or being resilient, there's internally the part of us, and then there's externally, okay? So, Something happens and we always, when we have an expectation that we put on ourselves, if we gave our word to someone like accountability and we don't keep our word, then we have a reaction. For most of us, we feel bad. It's like, dang, I didn't do that. Now, it depends on kind of what your internal environment is, because if you're someone that beats yourself up, it's not just, oh man, I didn't do that. It's like, oh my God, why do I even try? I can never do this. I'm such an idiot. I'm, I can't, I mean, I'm so stupid. Why did I even think I was going to be able to do that? So it really depends on kind of what's your internal environment. And that's what I want to like focus on in this first part of our conversation is when you have an expectation, you gave your word to yourself that you were going to do something and you didn't do it, what is your go-to reaction? And you really want to get clear about what that reaction is. And here's the thing. It's highly probable and almost certain that your reaction is very predictable. Yeah. Like you're going to just have any kind of random reactions. You're going to have reactions that you've had, I mean, probably since you were a kid. My reaction is usually historically um, hopeless, frustrated, overwhelmed, defeated, 
Yeah, it's, it's all of that. And the, what happens in my head is I, this thought comes up and it's like, I can't do this. Or, and this I inherited from the women in my family, I should have. That even after 20 years of personal growth and development, I still struggle with I should have. I suspect I've been hearing it since I was very, very young. It's so automatic for me. It's almost like I don't have to pull that up. It's just right there immediately. Okay? So I want you, I invite you to look for yourself Whenever you have something that you said you were going to do, what is your immediate reaction? What feelings do you experience? What thoughts run through your mind? What do you tell yourself? What do you do? For me, I tend to hide. Uh, I will pretend, this is hilarious, I'm being, just being so honest, I will pretend that I didn't do that. Like, uh, okay, here's an example. Um, I'm on a nutrition plan and I tell myself there's 21 meals in a week and I'm, I'm, there's certain things I'm just not going to eat because they don't make me feel good. Like I feel sick when I eat certain foods. Uh, then the other thing I have as a agreement with myself is that I'll have three meals where I'm going to, you know, eat what I want, but I'm not going to go crazy. Like if I want pizza, I'll have two pieces of pizza versus six slices of pizza. Okay, so let's just say the case of um, the first one, which is there's just certain foods that don't work for me. So I know that when I eat ice cream, it does not sit well with me. I feel bloated. My skin starts itching. Uh, I, I feel tired. I feel just plumpy. And I just feel yuck. And I've been that like for years. Okay, now. Last week, my husband and I were driving home. We had to go run an errand. And what happened? I said, hey, you want to go get some ice cream? Now, you should know one thing. My husband loves ice cream. And he will never say no to ice cream. Okay? Now, my husband does not have the same reaction. Don does not have the same reaction that I do. So he can eat ice cream. He feels fine. Okay? Me, on the other hand, I know that that's not a really good idea. Now, you may be like, Denise, there's coconut ice cream. There's almond milk ice cream. There's soy ice cream. I get it. Okay? They all, there's some that I can do. Like, I can do coconut ice cream, but it doesn't taste the same as real milk ice cream. I'm like, eh, I don't want that. If I'm going to have ice cream, I'm going all in. <laughs> I'm going all in. I'm going to have what I want, right? So we go to the grocery store, and I know my husband loves chocolate mint ice cream. So I was like, let's get chocolate mint ice cream. And my hope was like, he'll eat most of it. And my other hope was that he would just get like a little pint. Okay, no, he got a half a gallon of ice cream. Now, how do you think that went for me? Do you think I like was like, oh, I'm just only going to have one cup? No, I ate half a gallon of ice cream, real whole milk ice cream. It was like, I did. And the entire time I was noticing what I was doing and I was pretending that I didn't know. 
And I was noticing that I was pretending. <laughs> like, that is so hilarious, right? And that's what I did. Yeah, I ate a half a gallon of ice cream with my husband. And okay, so that was at night. And the other thing is it was late. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I think it was 11 by the time we got home and we we dug into that ice cream. So for me, if I'm going to have ice cream, it should never be after 6 p.m. Well, lo and behold, the next morning I woke up and how did I feel? I felt like crap. I was like, oh my God. Like it was like, oh, I just felt yucky. So what's my point? When at my point is every time we do not keep our word to ourselves and we get off track, we are going to have very specific reactions My reaction is pretending I did not do it. And I invite you to get really clear for yourself around what are your reactions. Write them down. Because you can't alter something that you're not aware of. So the whole conversation we're having is around how to be resilient, how to rebound, And so the first place to look is internally. When we get off track, we feel a certain way. It affects us even if we're aware or if we say anything or not, it does. So you want to start to notice what's there for you. Okay. The second thing to look at is, and I'm going to talk about what you can do in a moment. This, like what you can do. I'm aware. Now what? I'm going to talk about that. Okay. The second thing you can to to look at is externally. So what I mean by that is what do you have in place? What are your habits or practices that will assist you with fulfilling on your word? What are you going to, like, you have this word to yourself, right? How are you going to, like, set yourself up to win? And when we fall off track, a lot of times, it's that we don't have sufficient habits or consistent habits or practice to actually carry, like, fulfill on what it is that we say we're going to do. So then we fall off track and then we get discouraged and what, what there is to do. So I'm going to go into like, what can you do? What there is to do is just get really clear. Okay, I'm off track. Let me, what is happening internally for me? I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. I'm discouraged. Okay. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. But like removing the significance around it, removing the drama. Oh my God, it's so hard. No, it's not hard. It's just you're learning something new. You're changing your way. And that does not happen overnight, like for real. Okay. So, okay, where am I at? How am I feeling about this? What's my reaction? Okay, write it down. The second is what structures, what habits do I have in place to actually have me fulfill on what it is that I say I'm going to do? It's really like 
taking a look to am I really set up? Set up specifically, like for instance, for me, if I want to have ice cream and I know that's something I'm going to want, let me include that instead of like telling myself I can't have it. So maybe twice a month I eat ice cream, knowing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to react, I'm going to have a physical reaction to it. And maybe I say, okay, well, I'm going to have ice cream twice a month, but I'm going to have it before 4 p.m. So that way it can work for me because it just doesn't work to feel, to wake up and feel physically sick. So that could be a new practice I create, which literally I don't even give myself permission to have ice cream. It, for me, it's just like uh, not, a, not a possibility. And I'm literally looking for myself right now. I can totally like add that. There's not going to be any like major life crisis situation that happens out of me allowing myself to have ice cream a couple of times a month. It's more like the timing of it doesn't work. That's, I think, the biggest part for me. And I also don't need to have a half a gallon or a quarter, like half a half a gallon. I could choose to get a pint. And that's it. I'm not going to do anything larger than that. So in, I really invite you to take a look at how you respond when you get off track and take this conversation and begin to just do some really basic looking inwardly. And then how, what structures can I create? What practices can I put in place? What adjustments can I make such that I, I get back on track? And the goal is to be consistent. Like just consistent more times than not being consistent. In the internal part of looking, like looking at what's happening and what your reaction is, what I see in the wisdom that I've garnered is to really be honest with yourself and look at where you're lying to yourself or look at where you're not confronting something. Like when I really just get honest with myself, I think sometimes I use like ice cream or overindulging just because I feel like I deserve it. Like it's like, man, I work hard. I deserve this. I don't know if that's really a really healthy or empowering way for me to look at eating food, you know, and I'll have to explore that for myself. I'm literally looking for myself right now in this conversation and I see, oh, there's something I could look at kind of like take a little closer look there. What has me want to do that? You know, and what has me like pretend that it's not happening? That's just, that's an old strategy that I've used in my life. And it's just like not consistent with who I am. I could have conversation around this. I could have a conversation with my best friend or the women in my small group um, or my coach. I myself have a coach to really explore this for myself. Not like to, like in, like therapy, but just to, it makes a difference to have dialogue with people. You know, it's like when I talk, I can hear myself versus if I'm just in my head thinking. So, That's our conversation today. And I really encourage you to take on like just really being good at rebounding, like expanding your capacity and your ability to be resilient. 
Like, what difference do you think it would make for you if when you fell off track, you were able to get back on without the significance, without the drama, without the guilt, and just simply like, yeah, this is what happened. Do some looking for what, okay, what has me do that? What are my structures? What do I need to put in place? What adjustments do I need to make? All right, let's do this. So you really reliably honor your word to yourself. So... I invite you to send me an email, info at venice.com. I will have a link in the comments or in the episode notes for this podcast. I would love to hear from you. What are you discovering for yourself out of this conversation? Uh, What area are you working on? How is this conversation making a difference for you? Uh, I'd love to hear from you. All right. Until next time.